This is Minutia Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. You know, um, school just started. Right. A couple, you know, weeks ago. And Aaron uh, has a driver's license. Your your youngest daughter. No, she's the middle child. Oh, is she? They're twins. Right, right. Julia is the youngest child. Okay. Uh, And and it's really weird. The 11 seconds, she's definitely (laughs) the middle child. Aaron's definitely the middle child. That's funny. Uh, And uh, so we let her drive to school. Sure. Um, this Which is the, I never did for any of my kids. You did not let them drive to never. school? Never. Why? Because we could walk. Okay. School. Okay. Well, this is the 12th day, I think. Yeah. Uh, she's not driving anymore. Oh, why? Because she totaled the bitty van already. Whoa. On day seven of oh, her driving. Oh, is she okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's fine. She hit a parked car. Or like what she says is the parked car hit her. <laughs> See, what I know about parked cars. <laughs> but So I get a call from her and she is just uh, crying. I mean, just yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Aaron, she, she, I don't know if your kids are like this, but yeah. when they're like. Let's just say I've gotten this call before. <laughs> well, and they can't talk. Yeah. Like you're, you know. Dad, come home. Yeah. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so what happened? What happened? I'm going to jail. That's what she's like. Well, oh. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to jail? She could come home right now. I'm like, well, she's obviously not in jail. So, right. Yeah. So she hit a car, but she didn't stop and she went home. She didn't. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know. Hit and run. Yeah. She yeah. was a hit and run. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you can't do that. So we drove back to school and I'm like we have to leave a note on yeah. the car secretly inside I'm like hope it's not there hope it's yeah. not there hope it's not there. but it was and we you know, there's, there are cameras everywhere <laughs> yeah I know yeah. right so we so we wrote a note and while I'm writing the note guess what Aaron says to me what can you say you did it oh <laughs> nice <laughs> She wanted nice. me to she wanted me to take the rap for her uh, which we didn't so but, you know, uh, I, I've gotten calls like that uh, many times, but I'll tell you my favorite one real quick before we get to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy was taking Well, Sean. Tommy totaled three cars, right? I know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. He might have. Yeah. Uh, but this first time was with the minivan. Yeah. And he was taking his youngest brother, Sean, to baseball practice. Yeah. And apparently uh, he ran a stop sign. Yeah. And when I say he ran a stop sign, I don't mean he didn't stop at a stop sign. I mean he ran through a stop sign. Maybe the actual physical stop sign. Knocked it over. <laughs> right? Knocked it over. By the way, cost of a stop sign? $640. Oh, yeah. I guess you do have to pay. I know that. I know that now. But here's Dude, the- I could have gotten it for you for $520. do not pay their wholesale price. Don't pay their retail prices. But here's the funny part. Sean, the passenger, called the cops. Oh, Called the cops and said, hey, we just knocked over this sign. Yeah. Uh, my brother, we're leaving the scene of the crime right now because, because I gotta he's, go to baseball he's practice. dropped me off at baseball practice, but he'll be back. <laughs> well, So he came back yeah. and he got his ticket and they sent us to court. Yeah. We went to court in Rolling Meadows here and uh, I went with him and, you know, I was worried. I didn't know what kind of yeah. a fine he was going to have to yeah. pay. And the judge said, um, all right, who reported this incident? And the cop goes, well, uh, he did, Your Honor. The guy reported it. He goes, wait a minute. He reported it himself? Why are we here? Case dismissed. (laughs) Good for you. That's right. Because 99 out of 100 people are going to. Well, and that's what I was. Honesty is the best policy. And what I was thinking was like, I'm not going to say I didn't. 
entertained the thought of not going back and leaving yeah. a note. And again, like I said, I was hoping, God, don't be there, don't be there. But I'm like, you can't do that. No, right? you can't. Yeah. yeah, but you know what you can do? You can do Minutia Men. And that's what we're going to do right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Hey, you know how you mentioned about how you ran through a stop sign? Yeah. So I was driving with Julia. I maybe even told the story a couple of weeks ago. I'm teaching her to drive, although I can't do it, and Michelle has to do it because I just am not the. Per- I am not cut out to teaching kids yeah, how to drive. Uh-huh. And Julia, I'm, not, I'm not either, by the way. And Julia blows a stop sign, and I go, Julia, you just you know blew that stop sign. And she looks at her and goes, eh. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I so, well, she ain't driving the minivan anymore because yeah. that is <laughs> our it IP. doesn't exist. All right, we got a big show, so we better get yes. going. Uh, Rick, I don't understand how stereotypes develop. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, it's a mystery. And this story comes out from our, uh, you know, our own backyard. Gunshot victim at a White Sox game reportedly snuck a weapon in by hiding it in her fat folds. <laughs> this could be my favorite story ever. <laughs> Two women were wounded by gunfire. Again, stereotypes. I don't know why us Sox fans are, the, the, the broad brushes are. Two women were f- wounded by gunfire Friday um, during Friday night's Oakland Athletics Chicago White Sox game. Um, yeah. at guaranteed what, was the, what was the attendance? Then? <laughs> Those were the two people that were in attendance. Because that's the why they got A's, caught. Because the, the Oakland A's are even worse than the. Well, White they Sox. won like twelve to nothing or something. <laughs> um, the incident in the left field bleachers did not stop the game because you know let's get the you know why sure. the, yeah whatever. Um, but it made for some bizarre and confusing story over the weekend about how people how somebody got a gun into the into the ballpark right well espn's uh peggy kaczynski a friend of yours right you're yeah I know she's her. at a yeah. baseball pool or yeah. the fantasy she pool. was yeah uh espn chicago's um peggy kaczynski provided the next chapter of the tale with a tweet indicating that one of the injured women had snuck the gun into the stadium mm-hmm. by holding it in the folds of her belly fat. <laughs> okay this is great news for us for me and you. Is, right? Yeah, well, right. Right. Yeah. I didn't know this, but evidently metal detectors are foiled by ample girth. Let's but, call you know, it. we don't have enough folds, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I I'm got like one. A, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, I, it's, it's a belly. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah but but there are no folds. It's like well, a salad belly. Yeah. But there's the fold underneath the belly. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. But it's yeah. not. You're right. But yeah. I, I can't fit a gun in it. Well. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm yeah. saying is, you know, you got to have goals. Well, okay. Yeah, I can work towards it. So I remember in college. But this is a visual. Yes. This is a visual <laughs> yeah, of, of the, I'm just picturing like a little minor helmet, you know, trying to find the gun, <laughs> you know, lifting the folds up, yeah, you know, right. like with, searching. With, with the gloves. Yeah. With the surgical gloves. <laughs> right. Uh, well, this reminds me of in college. Well, every yeah. story, every story reminds me of college. Uh, that's I true. Think, um, do you remember my old, my long green army coat? Of that course, I, I you still wore it have every it. day. I still have it to the chagrin of Michelle. But I used to sneak in um, whole fifths of vodka. Wait, what? Into football games? That is terrible. There were no, <laughs> there were no metal detectors back there, right? No, it's, yeah. Uh, well, uh, does a bottle have metal? Like no, you. but you would think, I mean, yeah, no one yeah. checked. That's so, true. So the terrorists have ruined the fun for everybody. They have. Yeah. So, they have. So to the woman who uh, 
you know, snuck. Uh, that's 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 ingenuity. Yes. Right. That's that's innovation. Good job. So I have a story for you. <clears throat> this is a uh, this was on uh, Slate.com this week. They they did a feature about training videos for fast food joints mm. and they went through some of the classic old training videos and some of them are entertaining and interesting but there's one there's one that is gold the, the cecil and, b demille of uh, this is the greatest training film ever and it stars our friend jenkins <laughs> jenkins is basically it doesn't say jenkins <laughs> it, but it does but it's say jenkins, jenkins. yeah and this is this goes back to 1985. I, you can't see the video, but you don't need to. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just going to play it for you, everybody. This is called Jack in the Box Training. Welcome to a winning team. <laughs> oh, my God. That music right there. Is... You have to keep this door locked. It's the best hope of security. But security alone isn't enough. For there are other deadly dangers already at work inside the store. Careful, Ted. The floor's awful slippery. Hey, I'm as sure-footed as John Travolta. <laughs> well, I think flatter heels would be a lot safer around here. Hey, it's style that counts, Ted. Well, at least you better walk flat-footed till the floor dries. You worry too much. <laughs> <laughs> you Those cringe in the horror at the workings of the insidious tomato slicer. <laughs> Here, Ted, you better use this safety top. This thing can really hurt your fingers. Don't worry, Tina. My way's easier. Uh, Quicker, too. <laughs> but the deadly dangers have only just begun, and they lurk in the most unexpected places. Ted, wait! You may not know it, but you're flirting with a deadly danger. <laughs> but me? Let me show you how to lift this without injuring your back. For safety's sake, use the strength of your legs, not your back. Ah, uh, safety's for suckers. There's nothing wrong with my back. <laughs> There's something wrong with my back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a parody. It is. Uh, Ted is a moron. He's a moron. Ted Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, for the all the universities that I teach at, they all have diversity training that we have to right go. And they're online. Have you ever had to do no? What are these? So it's these you know training videos about you know what you can and cannot say. You know the woke mob. Yeah. Right? I've never worked for a legitimate company. <laughs> so some of these are so ridiculous, and it's like this. It's you yeah. know their videos like what did Bill do yeah. wrong? And it'd be like, is it okay if he grabs her breast? <laughs> no, it is not okay. <laughs> yeah, do right. not grab her breast. <laughs> <laughs> But it'd be like, you know, hey, I love your nappy hair. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. Right. Well, yeah. or, or you speak really good for. Uh, you know? yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> OK. Hey, we got a review from Play Play 66G. OK. Oh, uh, yeah. Rates. And it's actually was this past Sunday. OK. The only good thing my brother ever did was hook me up to this show. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Or hook me on to the show, I should say. Okay. So thanks, Play Play. <laughs> and thanks, uh, Play Play's brother. Yes. Who, who's probably cooler than Play Play, yeah. right? Uh, <clears throat> so um, 
We have a, a special segment that we do every week, and we call it Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So, Dave, uh, I go through our archives every week, mm-hmm. and I find something that uh, is applicable mm-hmm. to the good people out there. And uh, this week, September 8th, 1908. Okay. Lane Tech High School opened oh its my doors gosh. for the wow. very first wow. time. Wow. 1908. Yeah, good year. 1908. Cubs won the World Series. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, Lane Tech Just opens the their doors. Just down the street, too. <laughs> well, it wasn't at that time, oh, but I don't want to get too technical mm-hmm. on you. Um, but anyway, one of the reasons that we speak about Lane Tech all the time on this show is not just because Dave went there and his daughter went there, um, but because... Nude swimming. Naked swimming. Nude swimming. And we once talked to uh, uh, Roger Bennett, who's with the Men in Blazers, Mm -hmm. who uh, wrote a best-selling book, and who is a very funny man. And he had a similar experience Mm -hmm. back in Liverpool. And it's all part of this discussion, so let me uh, present it for you now. This is Roger Bennett on Manisha Men Celebrity Interview. Because I read the whole thing in three days, and I absolutely loved it. But before we do... I want to introduce you to your American doppelganger, David Stern, who's sitting across from you here. Tell me if any of this rings a bell with you, Roger. Dave is a follically challenged man, uh, so much so that he wrote a book called The Balding Handbook, The Five Stages of Grieving for Your Hair Loss. That did not debut number one on the New York Times. <laughs> list. He, he judges athletes, musicians, and movie stars based on one criterion, their lack of hair. Bruce Willis, <laughs> his career is just getting better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His yeah. parents immi- immigrated here from Europe to escape persecution. He found a home in the Jewish community here in Chicago. He loves the Chicago Bears and the Chicago White Sox. And when he was in high school, his teacher made the entire class swim in the nude. Yeah. So we're like, we're. Oh ta- my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Me and you are your brothers from another mother, baby. Where, where was that? No, Dave, you grew up the life. I longed to swim in the nude and be tortured by my teachers in Chicago instead of in Liverpool. Where did you grow up in Chicago? Uh, I was a North Side guy, went to Lane Tech, and for when my freshman year in 1977. For whatever reason, we had to swim naked, and it, we yeah. and not only did we swim naked, we had to wear a swim cap. And I don't know if <laughs> you're makes no sense. I don't know if you're aware of how men develop. You know, and yeah, we had hair. We, you know, we weren't manscaping, but definitely, you know, yeah. there was there was no reason to do this. Hey, Roger, yeah. when when I got your book. I read this paragraph to Dave on the phone. Um, Mr. Stott's official duty was to check for clean legs on every boy exiting the shower area. He augmented this task with the additional self-appointed role of color commentator, providing play-by-play on the physical status of all the boys who passed as if announcing their arrival at a society ball. (laughs) I mean, that is the most terrifying thing I've ever read. Yep. Yeah, you said you'd hear him give this commentary as if he was uh, as if he was on the Marv Albert of shower uh, duty. He'd be like, "Kate, go cock, excellent work, boy." <laughs> and uh, whenever I went walk past, he'd shout up, "Hitler's deformed micro penis." <laughs> just life goals. There he is. God, what a great guy. Can you imagine that? Yeah. That's that's even worse. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. even worse. 
All right. What else you got? Well, uh, what about this bonus song? From oh, the Weekend History? yeah, right. I always promise that, don't yeah, I? Right. All right. So I do have another. You want a you want a song? Sure. So go. Let's go back to 1960. Okay. 1960. This week in 1960, uh, a film debuted that still has people. Uh, All right. Well, don't tell me. 1960. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me a hint. What is it? Uh, it it, it involves. It's a it's a Hitchcock film. Psycho? Yes, that's right. Uh, it turns out that uh, there had never been a musical oh. of Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> so. Really? <laughs> How that happen? I took it upon myself to write one. Okay, good for you. And uh, Vince Argento uh, performs it for us. This is uh, something that aired on the John Landecker show. Uh, it's called Psycho on Ice. I am Norman Bates, the one that mother hates. I never have dates, so I ice skate. Norman, get down here! I'm down in the cellar! A girl in the motel, I better not tell her. I am scrubbing, I am rinsing the water has you guys get canceled. So much better when I'm through with the shower. After this triple axel, I'll open the curtain with my usual greeting, and blood will be spurting. A double lux and a flip as I wash away strife. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I smell Tony right over here. I smell a Tony. All right. Well, oh, gosh. We, are, we were weird guys. What can How, I say? Uh, this, you were there for 10 years, right? 10 years, yeah. So you probably did something like wacky like this, what? Every day. Every day. So every single day. So ten years. For ten years. <laughs> so two hundred shows. So two thousand. So you've got like six thousand of six thousand. Something days. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a pretty limitless uh, supply. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I have another. I have another Chicago story. Very okay. Chicago centric today. And I just don't understand why people are scared to come here. You're okay. right. I don't either. Chicago TV news crew robbed at gunpoint while reporting on. A string of robberies. Unbelievable. A television uh, news crew reporting on a string of robberies ended up robbing, getting robbed themselves after they were accosted at gunpoint by three armed men wearing <laughs> ski masks. Uh, it turns like a, out it's true. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish language station Univision said a reporter and a photographer were, were filming just before five... Five o'clock a.m. Well, what are you doing? It's five in the morning. Yeah, yeah come on. It's yeah. uh, um, in Chicago's West Town neighborhood when three masked men brandishing firearms robbed them. Is this them. the same neighborhood that you reported last week uh, uh, had a deal that nobody could be shot between 9 yeah. a.m. and no, I think 9, that was, 9 p.m.? That was Rogers Park, wasn't oh, it? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. No, totally different. <laughs> so basically they got, you know, they're, about, they're setting up to do the story and they get robbed. They got robbed of their camera <coughs> and a couple of personal items. Yeah. First of all, I'm calling bullshit. I think these guys just were late to work, yeah. and they're just making up a story. You uh-huh. know, just like I, I could, you know, we couldn't make it. Uh, in fact, this reminds me another of a college story about making up stories to get out of work. Yeah, tell your fistibulitis. Story. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Well, I'll tell yeah. the story. So, what were you? What junior in college? Senior does, in college? Doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> you you had an earache. Was that what it was? Inner ear imbalance. <laughs> Inner ear imbalance. Yeah, uh-huh. and you 
went to the doctor and they said, well, I went to the emergency uh, okay, room. What, well, I took you to the emergency yeah. room uh -huh. and they said, well, we don't really know what it is, but it could be fastibulitis. Right. Yes. And, yeah. and your next story, or your next question was, how long does fastibulitis last? Uh, can yeah. last up to four weeks. Yeah. Can you write that in a note for me? <laughs> and then you didn't go to class for a month. Uh, that mm. doesn't sound familiar, uh, but uh, I, I'll trust you. So I found a video, actually. Uh, this is, interestingly, news crews getting involved in crime at, you know, at the moment yeah. it, that it happens isn't all that... Unusual, Atypical. right? Yeah. So I sent you a video here. Did you I have that? it? Okay, just play it. Yeah, just play it. All right, here we go. Again, just 24 hours ago, this bank in North. That guy right there. What? That's the robber. Oh, that's the robber. Uh, this is live TV, folks. That's the robber just went by, uh, according to the bank uh, employee. So. I gotta go here and call 911. I'll talk to you later. Adam didn't realize that the <laughs> Just like same suspect police had been looking for was reportedly robbing the Rochester, Minnesota bank again during his broadcast. <laughs> An hour after calling 911, police found the suspect and brought him into custody. It took an hour, huh? Yeah, it's a good idea. Right. So, there That's you funny. go. No, it's funny. I like that. And if you go on YouTube and just Google, you know, news crews getting robbed. It's a, it's an inside edition uh, uh, video. Watch the bank robber interrupt this news reporter during live broadcast. Yeah, That's how but there's a ton of them. I mean, oh, really? you <laughs> could go down a rabbit hole of this crew got robbed on, on the air. And, okay. Uh, so. Well, I've got a story for you. That this, is, uh, it, this goes back to the 1930s, Dave. And Not a great time. Well, 30s you know, and 40s. It was... Uh, I guess there was a whole uh, oh, Great Depression yeah, going yeah. on. Um, but this is the lighter side mm -hmm. of the Great Depression. This is about... Uh, <laughs> the lighter side. <laughs> I think Mad Magazine did that, didn't they? Uh, this, is a, uh, this is a story about the slang oh, from the 1930s. I'm hip to that. And I'm going to do it as a quiz. <clears throat> but I'm not going to do the whole multiple choice. Okay. This is this is just a true false quiz. Oh, all right. I can nail those. Now it's ninety years ago. Some uh, of this slang hasn't really stuck around. Okay, all right. <clears throat> so you're gonna have to guess. Okay, all right. All right. I'm gonna give you a uh, a true or false statement, and you tell me which it is. Okay. All right. Here we go. In 1930s slang, dogs soup referred to accidentally wetting your pants. True or false? Hey, hey, oh, that's a dog suit. Uh, I say false. It is false. That's asking for a glass of water at a restaurant. Give me the dog soup. You know. <laughs> Gee, I don't know why that didn't catch <laughs> Exactly. How did that <laughs> not catch up? All right. In 1930s slang, getting Kayleed up okay. meant extremely drunk. Kaylee. That an Irish thing, perhaps? What's the what was the culture in the '30s? Immigrant problem. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say that's uh, racist. I'm going to say true. It is true. Okay. All right, 1930s slang: a Chicago Chicago overcoat. Yeah, that's was a blanket. Uh, no, it was like um, I think it was something to do with murder, like mob murder, isn't it? Uh, no, what? It's not even close to that. Uh, it was a uh, coffin. 
Okay, well, the, so, well the, so yes, yeah, so Chicago for a coffin. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Murder. It says here, traveling in Windy City may require an overcoat, but that's not what this is referring right. to. Despite the major decline in Chicago homicide rates between 1930 and 1940, which, by the way, have come back up. Yeah. <laughs> As you, from our stories yeah, this week. We've obviously covered uh, that. Uh, yes, yeah, so a Chicago overcoat was a coffin. Right, and that's yeah. and what was going on in the thirty El Capone. Yep. The, yep. So that yep. was I was kind of right. You were kind of right. In 1930 slang, if you were flossing with a woman, you were French kissing her. Flossing, well, teeth, Give tongue, me here, baby. Let's uh, floss. Yeah, I'd say that's true. It is not true. Oh. Uh, flossing is showing off your possessions to a woman. Oh, it's kind of like. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, hey, look at my, my minivan. This is my Lamborghini. Oh, yeah, look, <laughs> look at my total minivan. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, that's so. That's 1930 slang. So if you ever get into a time machine, yeah, and, then, and you get stuck in the 1930s, we've just done a valuable service for you right there. Yeah, don't be saying, "Oh, I'll take that Chicago overcoat." Hey, it's time. <laughs> it's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we share our uh, emails uh, that uh, people... Well, we don't share our emails. They share it with us. Yeah, people share their emails with us. Correct. And actually... I'm running a little low oh. on on these celebrity emails. So, so let's start cooking, people. So I want, you know, you can go uh, check out the Minutia Men. Uh, you, you email us mm-hmm. at Podcast at Gmail. You can email me, rick at eckhartspress.com. Uh, you We're can, accessible, accessible by Facebook. Facebook, uh, yeah. Twitter, yeah. Instagram. You know, you the can get way. us. We're yeah. everywhere. So uh, please send them in. We're looking for your brushes with celebrity. And this this uh, week's brush with celebrity is n- not a funny story, but it is an interesting story mm-hmm. because the celebrity is such an unusual one. Ready? Um, this is from Nikki. I'm a proud graduate of the University of Arizona, oh. class of 2010. Wow, they're young. Yeah. Wow. They're so, listening to this show. Right. Good. I think I have kids that are about that age. God bless you, Nikki. <clears throat> I was in a sorority at that school. My sorority was Delta Zeta. The only celebrity I've ever met in my entire life came to Tucson, which is where the Mm -hmm. University of Arizona is, to accept an award my senior year as the Delta Zeta Woman of the Year. Good job, Nikki. No, no, she didn't get it. Oh. The celebrity did. Oh. Okay. So you have to guess Uh, who the celebrity is. 1990. Yeah. (laughs) 2010. Or 2010. Yeah. Arizona. I would. Yeah, so, you have no chance of getting this. There's no chance. It's a of woman, it. right? It is. <clears throat> Delta Zeta Woman of the Year. I don't know how many people can say they were from the same sorority as Mrs. Edna Krabappel <laughs> from The Simpsons. That's right, Marsha Wallace, who you might also remember from the Bob Newhart show. She played Bob's long-suffering secretary, Carol. Oh, but she was the voice of. Um, Mrs. Krabappel in The Simpsons. I love Carol from the Bob she, Newhart show. Yeah, I don't have a funny story about her. Just that That's she a was great a story. lovely woman who was already diagnosed with cancer, oh. which claimed her life just three years later. And she autographed my program book that night. She was very nice. That, no, that's a great. Well, I did I ever tell you in Champagne? This is my brush. I was we were for whatever reason I have no idea. Marion Ross was at a restaurant. 
Really? Yeah. No, I met her. Mrs. Yeah, we had her on Landecker show. I she wonder why sweet she, lady. She must have been on a a play. She or had something. some connection to Chicago. I think she's either from. I think she might be from yeah, Chicago. She's right there, and it was Mrs. Cunningham yeah, was cool sitting at the Courier Cafe in Champagne. All right, so send yeah. in your uh, your notes to us. We have another show too. Yeah, it's a celebrity uh, Men celebrity interview, right? right. Um, where we actually have a couple coming up. Scott May is going to be. Uh, we just interviewed Scott May a few minutes ago. Yeah, actually, we did, uh, and he's. The noted Chicago musician, Ides of March. He has a new album out. He is. Um, He's got some great stories. Great stories about <laughs> everybody. Great. Yeah, uh, he worked with Mort Downey Jr. Mort Downey. He was yeah, his he uh, co-host with, of uh, Kevin Matthews, right. a, a personality here in Chicago. And pretty much every famous organist. There's a story ever. about Danny Bonaducci yes. uh, that is uh, is gonna be difficult to forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's lots of other stuff yeah, in there. So, so yeah, check and it out. And we also have the uh, uh, Sultan of Slow, Ma- uh, Slow Jamistan and coming up. Lance Lopez. Lance is, Lopez is, is on there right, right now right. if you check it out. Lance is a uh, great blues guitarist. Right. I just listened to the interview yesterday. Actually, it's a, it's a fun interview. Oh, and he's an amazing guitarist. Uh, uh, if, if you have to go on, yeah. check he's him Jimmy out. He's Jimmy Hendrix. He, 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 he's he Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimmy. I mean, he's that good. <laughs> he basically is. Uh, so we have people to thank for this show. Uh, Tony Lasano with Opie Shows. Opie is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows dot com. Uh, he's the executive producer of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're distributed by Edzilla. Edzilla of Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio is indebted. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits dot com. And we'll be back again next week, Dave, because we like to do a show called. Minuchman. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?